challenge. It's coming. It's coming. It's starting Monday, August 10th. Mm-hmm. But in order for that to actually happen and for people to sign up and for it to be somewhat official and for me to have emails that go out to everybody on a daily basis, which is my intention, um, there's a lot of setup that has to happen. It's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work. It becomes technical. I have to think about you know what it is and how to say it. And the creative process has to happen like because I waited until the last minute, five seconds or less. So I was determined to have all that set up before I walked in here this morning. And, and you know, for this show, I, I tend to get up at 6 o'clock. I have a lot of things in place to help me do that. I have an alarm at 5.30. I have an alarm at 6. I make my father call me at 6 o'clock. <laughs> oh, it, like, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no. It was so bright this morning, which was, I was like, did That's I miss gotta it? That's got to help. Yeah, but then I got very. I'm like, is my is that time accurate? Because th- it is sunny. I know it's very sunny. It was today. very sunny. Anyway, I was up until three thirty in the morning trying to like just everything was was everything went went wrong that could go wrong, and I'm leaving for L. A. today, so I, I had to pack on top of that, and then I was just completely, you know, just frantic. Oh, I was frantic and adrenaline, and then I wasn't. Anyway, but it's done, so you Yay! can sign up. <laughs> and the, and let me just say this. Here, here's the other confession. The reason that I wanted to do this, and and, and especially now, because it seems like a, a bit of an odd time to maybe re, you know, kind of like re- reinvigorate the on the hook thing, mm-hmm. because it's the end of summer and people are. I think often take August to be a time where they're going to relax into the end of the summer and maybe give themselves a break and maybe let themselves off the hook a little bit. And then I think September kind of becomes the new new year in some way. It does for me. Yeah, for a lot of people. It does for me. Actually, September is more of a reboot for me than January tends to be. Right. It's the Jewish New Year. Right? Is it? Yeah, I guess yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's Rosh Hashanah. But it's also like, I just think it's a natural back to school time. And that's when we kind of, yeah. we, we, we make it work a little yeah, bit differently. Fall's always felt like, fall feels like renewal for a lot of us. It yeah, does for me. Totally. Yeah. But I, I found and I find that, you know, when I, at the end of last year in November, when really I started the On the Hook movement on Facebook, it was, it was I called it the end of the year On the Hook rally. And the intention was, before the end of the year, let's just complete the stuff we didn't get done. So that we're not going into the new year filled with guilt and angst and more stuff and like a pile, a pile up, you yeah. know. So this is really an intention to kind of just if there's one thing that you'd love to get done before the end of the summer, you know, where even if it's just instilling a routine or, um, you know, generating a little bit more income or just writing that one chapter. For me, I have been talking, you know. I'm on the hook for, for three things for the year. One of the things I talk about is getting a publishing deal. But the truth is, I wrote a book proposal that did not did not get representation and as a result, at the moment, did not sell. So I have to change the goal to meet the goal, right? Mm-hmm. But what I found during that time of being on the hook in the writing was that there was such a wonderful discipline for me. I had a deadline where you and I were just talking about the importance of the deadline thing. And I was really able to find a, a you know, it, I was motivated. I felt really clear. I felt like I have shit to do. And this is kind of the theme of this, of this challenge. 
You all have shit to do. And I don't mean like bullshit. I mean like real shit to do. And when we are focused on the stuff that doesn't matter, or we're focused on comparing and despairing, or we're focused on just something outside of ourselves that has nothing to do with what we are here to do, I want you to remind yourself that you have shit to do. And that's kind of been a little bit of a theme for me. That's really good. And I see, I like the timing of this because to me and for me personally, this is the time of year where you fall into a funk. Yes. And I've been in one all week. I've been just not in the mood. Not in the mood. Um, and, 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 and for me, uh, I have to kind of weigh out what is seasonal, what is biorhythm, and what is my clinical depression, mm-hmm. which, I, which I'm you know in, in treatment for. And I've uh, deduced that it's a convergence of all. Mm. And, and, and usually I say, all right, so uh, just tough up the next few weeks and everything's going to be better in September. Mm, which yes. is the wrong answer. But that's so common. That's, it is common. That's the same thing people do in, no, in, in I December know. That's November. why this is so well-timed, I think, because why wait until September why not start getting your yourself in in some sort of new rhythm, breaking the old rhythm, in time for September? Yeah, it's it's it, a ramp up to the it renewal. It is a ramp up. That's exactly right. Yes, yes. And so, so I love this idea. Yeah, and so what I and I we're we're, we're continuing to like. I think my my theme is becoming let's preempt what everybody else is doing. You know, yeah. It's like let's get a jump start on the new year. Let's get a jump a jump start on the fall. Yeah. And, and really, it it is I love a, it. it's a sign of how we're treating ourselves and what we want to create in our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have to be. Um, our lives do, do not have to be dictated by what a calendar says, right? Today is your day. So step up, right? I mean, this is the choice we have every second. Yeah. So what I'm putting myself on the hook for, and this is the <laughs> this is the inspiration, is I have been talking for a thousand years about writing my signature talk. What's the on the hook talk? What am I taking out into the world? How am I sharing this message in a way that is um, not just in conversation on the radio, which I freaking love, but also how do I, you know, kind of take it out to people who need this in corporations or um, organizations or nonprofits or schools or whatever it is. You know, what's the key message? And I think that the writing for me is something that I want to be doing every day. So I am joining you in this journey. I am on the hook for these 21 days, too, in a massive way. Mm. So I'm going to be engaged in the in the Facebook group in terms of someone who's literally on the hook. I'm really authentic about it. I, I share all the, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm really open about what is working, what is not, how I feel, what sucks, what's awesome. And I'm also going to be having a daily email that goes out that's filled with tips and tools and inspiration and all the good stuff. So um, it's a, so I invite you, Larry and Keith and everyone listening to join and you can sign up at uh, stephanieziv.com backslash OTH21. All right, we're going to talk more about this as we continue here on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick, and this is The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. We're spending time with our life coach this hour, Stephanie Ziv. She joins us this time every week to talk about how to create what you want in your life via the On The Hook movement. You can go to the On The Hook movement page of Facebook, or you can go to stephanieziv.com. That's Stephanie with an F. 
Ziv, Z-I-E-V, dot com. And uh, right before we uh, took a musical pause, she was telling us about this brand new 21-day on-the-hook challenge. So let's first recap what that is, and then we're going to try to get people to commit to tw- just 21 stinking days, you lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> See, I, I will I think, not talk to you like I that, think just the, by the way. Here's the problem. I think I've been too nice to you. <laughs> not you, Stephanie. Oh, no, no, that, that's clear. No, it's clear. <laughs> I think I've been too nice, because sometimes you have to talk to people like in real talk. You lazy motherfucker. <laughs> Stop watching life and then bitching about it on Facebook. Participate. Yeah, oh. participate. Lazy you have things cows. to contribute. <laughs> Lazy cows. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Meanwhile, one, one of the tenants... The only that... people who say they don't want to hear about your workout are the fat cells who can't get off their ass <laughs> to go to the gym. One of, meanwhile, one of the tenants of the on yes. movement is be kind. <laughs> I think, you know what? You've been too nice. As, as Niccolo once sang, you got to be cruel to be kind in the right measure. Listen. Here's... Maybe maybe you've had one finger. Now maybe it's time for the third. The, the th- oh, I don't know what to say when you are t- talking like that. I am a very innocent woman here. Oh, of course you are. Come on. Yeah, if only they could hear. Yeah, you don't have Periscope running now, do you, darling? When their songs are playing, it's on. That's why you had the you had the music so loud. I couldn't even do Periscope. It's just like it was Periscope proof. Chewing on her cigar and taking a swig of whiskey. <laughs> These fucking losers. Oh, no. No, she would never say that. I I said that. that. I said that. Please. I am America's life coach. Loving, kind, supportive. You lazy bastards. And you have shit to do, so step up. See? (laughs) See? Listen. And you're getting it for free, you fucking losers. Yeah, so call in and get some coaching for free. What are you going to put yourself on the hook for within these 21 days? And here's the reason it's 21 days, because I did not get my act together to make it an, a whole August thing. So you, uh, so it's only 21 days because I was late to the game. All right. So we have to join. All right. And I'm putting my Losers Unite. Eight six six three zero five six eight eight seven. The funk is turning into something really funky. You want to hear my funk? But here I have a whole thing. I have a whole. I have a whole workshop called From Funk to Flow. Okay. Four steps to get back on track. Okay, this would be good. I'm gonna do it in two uh, minutes with you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if it doesn't include cake and calling someone a cunt, I don't know if I care. <laughs> but go ahead. Give it your best shot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is taking a turn today. I don't know what's happening, but I'm I'm okay with it. All right, here, ready? I'm ready. If you're in a funk, there are four steps to get you to get you into a flow. Okay. You may not be able to do all of them, so the first step is the most important one. And now you're just laughing because are you are you available for this conversation? I am so available. <laughs> are you in client mode? Can you be? Can you be client? I'm. I, go ahead. Or are you happy in the funk? You want to you want to live in the you want to stay there. No. All right. Here here are the four steps. I hate it. Ready? First step. Here I'm, I'm going to give the four steps because they rhyme because everything I do is is a little rhymy. Ready? <laughs> it's because uh, <laughs> I need to remember things simply. Are you M M C Stephanie Z? I'm M C Stephanie. I'm M C Stephanie Z. Okay. That's oh, my hey. yeah. That's my, my She's down with the name. get down. She knows how to get jiggy with it. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. If you are feeling funky, the very first step is is to. Is here. Here are the four steps. I keep saying. Ready? Resist. Allow. Release. What now? Can you say that with me? Resist. Resist allow. Release. release what, what now? now? Oh my God! That was Sounds so like elementary school. <laughs> hey. 
Really? <laughs> oh my <Sorry>. goodness. <sighs> I'm fighting the thug. You are. You are in it. You're you're okay, so you're you're resisting the help. That's the first so, No, so I'm the not first, resisting the help. I think it's a good thing, idea. So the first thing is the, the resist. So if you're in a funk, you're resisting something, right? You're pushing up against something. You're yeah. not you're not accepting what is here now. So what are you resisting? Me? Yeah. Right oh, now? You, yes. I'm resisting um the world. I find I'm finding the world a little too a little too much right now. What can you be more specific? Yeah, people are annoying. And people are, are But what caused the funk? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean a... some of it, it quite honestly, yeah, some of it is just dealing with, with it, it's part of my daily dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. I deal with, with clinical depression on a daily basis. I don't use it as a crutch, but I also have to acknowledge that this is part of my life. I'm okay. on medication for it. Yes. So every day I have to make a choice to not give in to the depression. Um, every day. So some days it's just harder than others. Okay. And, and then there are triggers. And some of the triggers are having to be in front of people who don't know the whole story, but make assumptions and make demands based on their beliefs versus the facts. So you are resisting, let's just make it. Stupid people. You're resisting also your depression. I am, yeah, I'm always resisting okay, my so depression. Okay, so there, so just stop there. You are resisting your depression. Yeah. You are, you are up against it. You're pushing, and the, the visual I have for this is like, you're, it, well, I mean, we, if, if you were closer to me, we, we could do this, but it's like, if you are, it's like, well, you, you could just do it with the wall. If you're pushing up against the wall and you're pushing with all your might, that's that's the feeling of resistance. The wall's not going to move, but you are exhausted. You're, you're using all these muscles. You're exerting all this energy. And you're the one who's affected by all of that actual physical uh, resistance, right? Mm-hmm. So you're resisting what is. You're resisting the depression. The depression is, is what you're resisting. There's a million other symptoms and stuff that goes along with that, but let's just, for the sake of keeping this simple, keep it there, right? Mm-hmm. So what? So the second step is allow. Can so if you can observe the, that you're resisting the depression, can you just allow it to be here? I know you said earlier something like, um, "I deal with this every day, and I have to." You said, "I I I forget how you said it exactly." What what you said? I deal with it every day, and it's something that I you know. But but it was still in a resistant way, as opposed to. You are acknowledging the resistance now. Can you just allow it to be there? Can you observe it without judgment? That's so interesting. My depression is here right now. Hello, depression, right? Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, so uh, we can take this in any other way. You know, it's the, you, you might be resisting your boss. You might be resisting how your boss is behaving. You might be resisting, you know, and, as, and what if you can say, that's so interesting. My boss is being an asshole right now, and I'm really feeling the great effect of that. Okay. That's interesting. Can you allow that behavior to just be here as it is so you can observe it? It's observe without judgment, right? Resist, allow. Release, right? Okay, can I let go of the attachment I have to wanting this to be a different way? And so, and and often in this step I say, what can you do to like physically release the feeling or the angst or the upset or the funk, right? Some people might do a let go dance. You might want to write it out and rip it up. You might want to, you know, hit a pillow or scream into one. So whatever you can do to kind of release the energy that has that has kept you stuck and in the spiral and the spin of the funk, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you've kind of gone through those three steps, the question is, now what? What now? 
what's one thing you can do to kind of move toward the thing that you want so that you can start focusing on, you know, it's like even if the depression is still there, even if the boss's bad behavior is still there, even if the, you know, even if your your partner, you know, is is not, you know, you're you're not you're not communicating and that, that stuff is still there. Still, what can you focus on? What can you do? What's one small step you can take to start to just change the direction of your energy? You know, turn to another thing that feels positive, that feels you know, good for you. You know, it's like, how can you take care of yourself in this moment that will feel like you're just opening up a little bit of the flow? And I feel like a funk typically is just a lot of that concentration on that that resistance. And if we can just allow it to be there, release whatever we are capable of releasing as it relates to that in that moment, get the energy out physically, and then do one thing that is going to move you toward what you want instead of what you don't, that can just start the process of shifting. And sometimes you might not be capable of even getting to that fourth step. It might just be the awareness of the resistance, and that might be enough Mm. for for the moment. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Does that resonate to help you in the funk at all? Yeah, I mean, I think it does help. I think what what, what my reaction is, all that makes 100% sense. and I've gotten through all four steps, but it's a, it's sort of I'm sort of in a, this week mm-hmm. in a rinse and repeat mode. Okay, so that's go, great awareness too. Yeah, so I go yeah. okay, I'm done with that, and then two hours later, we're back at step one. So and and I've been through this before, so you know it it comes and it goes. Yeah, and it's practice too. Yeah, so it's so it's just that week. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just a tool. If mm-hmm. you, you know, no, if you good. can, if it makes sense, practice it. I think the biggest thing is observe the resistance yeah. without. Judgment. But I think, but I think to go back to you know, the the problem, I think you know that we also should acknowledge is that sometimes we now live in a we live in a world now where sometimes we can't walk through all of the steps with peace. Because we're so plugged in, and we're not plugged in sometimes by choice. We're plugged in by necessity. And we were talking about this earlier. We're not living in the most patient of times. And people, everyone is an expert. Mm -hmm. Everyone is America's expert, (laughs) right? Just because they have figured out how to put their face in an avatar on a social media page. And that becomes wearisome. And not just to me because of what I do for a living, but to everybody. I observe how this is this is the way we human beings deal with each other right now. And it's exhausting. And so you can you can walk through those things, but then you have because of the nature of the world and the nature of our careers, whether you work in radio or whether you work in accounting or whether you work in whatever you have to re-engage in a way that then puts you in front of America's experts. And they only call themselves that because they're more miserable. And she's already looking at me like, why is it all gotta be so combative? But the world, <laughs> the, but the world, it, that's, the, that's the state of the world right now. What does that have to do with, with your funk? It has a lot to do with my but, funk. But but say it say it more. I, I don't know if I'm totally getting it. Are you saying it's like? How would you like to get? I'm gonna. Just, you know, how about I get really specific? How would you like to get three letters that say 
you deserve to be fired because my favorite show on OutQ got canceled and you had nothing to do with it. But you're assumed to have had something to do with it. And they're trying to write to your boss and they're trolling you on Periscope and they're writing hate mail on your Twitter. And you're just trying to be a positive guy trying to introduce Stephanie Ziv to them. And they don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. They're copying you on letters that say, you're a piece of shit. And you're taking that on. If it's annihilating you when you're trying to be in a happy space. Do you space, know these people? No, but they know how to find me. I know, but, 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 and look, I'm not saying that when I'm, I'm not saying this is simple, but you're giving them power. I know that. Right. So, I know that. But the only way to, you know, but the only, sometimes the only way to, to move through it is to feel it. Otherwise you carry it. I absolutely agree with that. I'm not suggesting not to feel it. I'm also just, but in those moments, that's a great place to go. Can I observe without judgment that I am totally personalizing this, right? It's like we had this conversation about the guy who started to rant and rave to you. It wasn't even about you. It was the wrong, it was the wrong post. He was right. writing to the wrong person. Right. So this, it has nothing to do with you, right? And even though they're, the, these other people are using your name, it still has nothing to do with you. They, th you don't know them. They didn't, you did not do anything to them, right? They're having their own experience in their own bubble, in their own narcissistic way, from their own trauma-rama, that really is not you, it's not yours if you don't choose to take it on. If you, ch and I understand this is, this is for all of us, for all of us, where is our power center? Who are we giving our power to? You know, I have another tool for that. <laughs> I have, there, there's a tool for that. Um, but it really is about, it's about being a healthy parent to yourself in those situations. Are you going to engage with the bully? Are you going to engage with the child who's having a, 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 a tantrum? Are you going to make it mean that you're bad and wrong? Or are you going to really just be kind to yourself and gentle and remove yourself from a situation that really is just toxic and not about you if you don't make it about you? You, you know, th that's one of the situations that like the healthy parent, the higher self, the whatever you want to call it says, dear whoever, I'm so I'm, I'm so sad and sorry that, that you feel that way. I'm sending you love. But, I mean, like, really. And then just like delete it and move on where we what we choose to focus on expands. It's and I know I'm not saying that it's. That it's, you know, I'm not saying always be superhuman and and like rise above that stuff. But if you do stand on the mountaintop and you look down, it's not a big deal. You take it on. It's not you. It don't, you know, and that just contributes to, to all that does is hurt you. Right. And that is not OK. You would not let your friend treat you. You, you would not let your friend engage in that in that conversation. Right. Right. So why are you letting yourself engage? thing is I'm not engaging but sometimes it just feels like you're ducking bullets in life and again not I mean we're talking about me specifically but in the greater terms because I want people who are listening to this to not just think well this queen's going through it and I'm and I'm not but we're all going through it I think we live in this world now where all we do is duck bullets I don't think we're kind to each other and I think sometimes you give in to it because it's just exhausting on Monday, you have the energy. On Tuesday, you don't. Wednesday, you try to find the energy. Thursday, you might not have it. That's kind of how, I mean, and I know that's not necessarily the right way to do it. And I, I hear everything you're saying, and there isn't a word I can disagree with. I agree with every syllable. And I'm going to engage all of the good advice, but it's hard.
Well, that's a but that's a story that you tell yourself too, and I understand that you're dealing. You know, this this is where I wonder if it's you or the depression. Like, who's sitting at the head of the table? Right? I don't know. Right. So in those in these moments where you say it's hard, and this is a story that a lot of people have about their lives in general, they unconsciously start a conversation by saying it's hard, and I'm like, is it really hard? You know, we don't. It, you don't even know that you're saying it. It just becomes something that you say to say because that's what we. You know, that's kind of, you've been, it's, it's a default. Mm. And, you know, I think you have a lot of defaults that are not true for me necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it bad or wrong. It's just sometimes what I like to encourage people to do is to speak in I statements because I want you to own your own experience. It's not like when you talk about people ducking bullets and this is the life that, that we're living now, I don't experience that, right? So that's just not... That that's not that's not the life I'm living. Okay. So it's so I t- I get appreciate and and honor that that that's that that's what what's happening in your life and I I don't think that it has to be that way. That's all I'm saying. Well, it definitely doesn't have to right. be that. Right, and that way. that's true for everyone listening. You know, whatever the story is that you're telling yourself about the life that you're living, about the way you're treated, about about the about how hard it is or whatever. You know, those are stories. And and I'm not again making it seem like it's such an easy thing to just change your story, but it's certainly an opportunity. That's something that you can do in the 21 day on the hook challenge starting Monday. You can change your story. <laughs> you better work. Come on. All right now. Because Larry. That was Come good. I ain't, mad at, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. bitches. Go on. We're all listening. I, seriously, I, I said this earlier, but I, I kind of love it. And I'm going to say it in the emails. I'm going to say it. I, I really think that we all have important shit to do. And and focusing on the small people who are angry and 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 spinning and spiraling and cowardly taking aim via email and the internet and whatever it's just not worth our energy. If, if we're focusing on that stuff, that means we're not focusing on something else that is actually much more important and much more vital. I would say, Larry, that's really good. Every yeah. time you focus on that bullshit, you're not writing your book. Every time you focus right. on that, you're not you're not contributing to your to your to your awesome awesome release of your thirty pounds for your mental, spiritual, physical, emotional health. That is the detriment to us. If you are not on the hook and taking care of yourself, we lose. So don't give these motherfuckers any more power. It's not worth it. And I did say motherfucker. America's life coach. I, I was, yes. 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 That was really powerful. Now, that was really powerful. It's like, and and I just feel like I don't think people know what they say often. Mm. We're just in this wah wah story or whatever. Yes, we we all have shit. You know what I mean? But but we are often avoiding the stuff that would really make us feel better. You know. I've been wallowing in my own nonsense. I've been focusing outside of myself on stuff that really I have no control of. And it's, it's, and it's driving me batshit crazy sometimes. But the truth is, when I started to focus on, on creating the challenge and starting to do the stuff I love, I suddenly, like, I am, I am operating on two hours of sleep right now. And I have more energy than I've had in weeks. You do. You know? You have more energy today than you've had in the last two weeks here. <laughs> but so, I mean, so how have you, so, you know, so, have you found it hard yourself? Because you have been a little 
funky yourself yes, the last I couple have, weeks. Admittedly. Mm-hmm. So how Confessions so, of a life coach. Well, well <laughs> you know, I mean we're we're in full disclosure <laughs> yes, here always. Always, right? Yes. So uh, you know, have you found those four steps easy to walk through? I don't well for me it's um I have my my biggest practice has been observe without judgment. I've tried my best to be like, oh, I'm I'm feeling anxious. That's so interesting. I oh, I can't really fully take a I can't take a full breath. I'm I'm you know okay. That's so interesting. I've tried not to engage in the in the like in whatever the I've just really tried to be an observer. It doesn't mean I'm comfortable. I'm not. Oh, that's what, like so. I go. I'm observing the fact that I'm focusing on something that I have no control of, and I'm really uncomfortable with that not being certain. You know, and I don't like that. That sucks, right? And. I know I have shit to do. So I, I, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm uncomfortable and I have shit to do. So I let both be there. Mm. It's to your point. I'm not avoiding the feelings that I have about whatever I'm resisting. But I do, you know, or, or whatever the thing is. And, and I really, to your point, encourage the feeling. Have the feelings, right? Be angry that, that some asshole is wasting their time not doing what they're supposed to do. They're, they're bitching about you. What a waste of time. You know, that is a waste of time. So I, I just feel like for me, that that I have shit to do mantra has been very helpful. That's good. You know, that's really good. That's Stephanie Ziv joining us here on The Jolt. Our toll free mm. number is 866-305-6887. Patty in New Jersey. Good morning. Hi, Larry. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Patty. I have a real um, example that maybe you can walk me through the steps because I was listening. I was having difficulty. Uh, focusing on it. So I've been married to a woman for 24 years. Uh, we've always had a pretty good sex life. Um, in the the last, I want to say, five years, it's just been waning. And it's not through any lack of my drive. It's mostly her. And now she's menopausal. So I feel like so stuck uh, in like I'm resisting the fact that she's changed, mm. and I feel stuck, and I'm banging my head against the wall, coming up with stupid solutions like having an affair or whatever. And so um, I haven't done that. So I, I wanted you to kind of walk me through the steps of this. Okay. Uh, so what are you? What What do you feel like you're really resisting? If you were just to you, you said you're resisting her change, but what is there something even more specific? Um, just with me, you mean? I'm just asking. I don't. I don't have. I have no answer in my brain when I okay. when, when I ask the question. So just to just to okay. you know really clarify, what what do you feel like is the biggest resistance? I think the biggest resistance for me now is accepting that at least for the near future, we might be in a sexless marriage. Okay. Okay. So that's great awareness, and I appreciate your openness and honesty. So if you were, is there any element of that that you would, if, so if that's, if we just look at that as a, as like, that just is what it is, right? Without judgment. Observe without judgment. Okay. Right now, things have changed, so I'm, I'm, I'm resisting the change. So is, is there any part of you that can just allow it to be there? 
And when I think about this, another way, just another quick visual is that the resistance is like pushing a boulder up a hill. The allowing is like stepping aside and allowing the boulder to, to fall, to like just roll down the hill and be there. It's not going to hurt anybody. You're just, you're just watching it come down the hill. You're letting it rest at the bottom. So can you, is there any part of you that can just access a, an allowing of it? It doesn't mean you're accepting it. It just means you're allowing it to be what it is in the state at this time. Yeah, I think so. I think that I can sit with it and cry about it and write about it. And I have um, plenty of time. I'm I'm off this summer as a teacher, so I get to sit with a lot of the feelings that I don't want to sit with throughout okay. the year. So. Great. So that becomes part of then the next step, which is release. So it sounds like you want to write about it. You want to cry about it. You might want to, you know, just, you know, just get some energy out in whatever way, exercise or, or however it, it, it feels productive for you to just release whatever that stuff inside of you is stuck, you know? Right. So, because, you know, you don't have control over her. You only have control over you, right? Right. And that's true for all of us. We, on, we can only change that which is within us. So resist. You, you know what you're resisting. You, if you're willing to try on the idea of just allowing it, observing, observing without judgment what is here now, and you want to release some of the sadness and the pain around it and just the, your, your feelings. So you're going to take some action to do that, right? So, that, so once you do that, what, what now? What would be a step? Is there something that you also um, can do for yourself or for her that, that would, you know, is there anything that comes forward for you in terms of there being a what now? that maybe you hadn't been thinking of because you're so focused on what is not working? Um, <clears throat> I think the what now would be um, to create some levels of intimacy that don't necessarily include sex, but but could. And is that a part, do you feel that there is, is that lacking in your relationship right now? Um, I think, yeah, I think so. I think that she thinks that because I want intimacy or I want to kiss her, I want to hold her, that it's automatically going to lead to sex, and that's not what she wants. Mm -hmm. So um, if I take the sex out of the equation and say, no, we're just going to have a romantic dinner, hold hands, kiss, or whatever, just cre create levels of intimacy that don't include sex with be a movement, I think, towards that. And, and just to even focus on just creating levels of emotional intimacy and, you know, and do, you don't even have to say that don't include sex because that could come, you know, that could come from a different layer and level of the emotional intimacy that maybe is lacking right now. So, again, so the idea is if you've been resisting, you know, the idea that there's been a change, you've been focusing on what's not working, you're focusing on things that are not going your way, that's actually kept you separate from the emotional intimacy that's still possible. Does that make sense? Yeah. Great. So what's one thing you're willing to do now? To move, to take one step in, you know, toward that deepening, that emotional intimacy with your wife? Um, <clears throat> specifically, I was um, going to have uh, an appointment with her to have lunch. And an appointment? So, you, you call it an appointment? I, I call it an appointment because I, I ration out all my, my whole day. So I, it's, it's just semantics at this point. But... Um, I was going to meet her for lunch, but I was so stuck and pissed off and angry mm. and just like really banging my head against the wall that I was literally picking up my phone to text her and say, you know, let's scrap lunch. I have too many things to do. I have to do a whole bunch of things today. And that's not true. I'm avoiding her. Mm. So the next thing would be show up for lunch and 
you know, just talk or work on creating some intimacy there in by having by being together, by having a meal together. Great. And by being maybe a little uh, by being authentic and maybe letting her know, you know, where you were and what you see and where you are and, and you know what what you need or whatever that is for you. Yeah. So, yeah, and maybe call it a date and not an appointment. I know. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Right. It's amazing. Patty, how wonderful. For that, that you're willing to be so open and and revealing, we're we're all very honored by that. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys are great. You're my family. Oh, uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> I love you, Stephanie. Thanks, Patty. You too. Thanks for showing up. Keep in touch with us, okay? All right. Take all care. All right. Bye. Well, there you go, Miss Stephanie Ziv. Yeah, there you go. A good hour. Yeah. Amazing hour. Always, always. It always is, though. It always is. Maybe I should just get two hours of sleep every time I come in there. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how good an idea that is, but, you know, I'll leave that up to you. (laughs) But, okay, so we want people to go to the On The Hook Moving page of uh, of Facebook so that they can get involved in the 21-Day Challenge. Yep, which starts Monday. Starts Monday. I'll be there, and you should be there as well. Go to stephanieziv.com. That's Stephanie with an F. Z-I-E-V.com. Is there anything else you want to make sure you mention? The, the challenge is absolutely free. And also, I am uh, I have some upcoming programs that are starting, and there's some great discounts of buy one, get one, $50 off. They are New York-based, but, you know, I would love those in the Tri-State area to come. All that information is going to also be on the Facebook page and on my website and you can just go to uh, work with me and then groups and it's the on the hook foundation intensive one day on september 26th and then a a three-month group coaching program that's an application process and i would love to have you in all of those things so we can be on the hook together awesome well stephanie will be back next week and we look forward to it stick around there's more to come today on the jolt